Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Elias, and here are some of his comments and questions. Hi Sandman, I recall that you mentioned that you work from home. And making a living from home also interests me as well, as well as finding an enjoyable job, which is the last obstacle between me and going my own way. You see, I'm not very fond of the social aspect that is coupled with a traditional job, and I don't want to be tied down to one place and have to please my coworkers or kiss my boss's ass, nor do I want to have to appear mediocre to avoid my colleagues getting envious. Ideally, I'd like to just do my job and get paid for it without needing to meet my coworkers in person at least not regularly. Some background on me first. I studied computer science, and I would like a job in that particular field, and I would either work for a company or start my own. I have some, but not much, work experience. However, I'm very quick to learn. In case you aren't an expert in this field, I would appreciate some ideas on where to look for a home-based business, and how to avoid being taken advantage of, and how much income per hour I can expect from this, and whatever else you think is relevant. Well, thanks for your comments and questions, Elias. The first thing you need to remember is that finding fun jobs that you enjoy doing and building a business out of often means that you'll have to compete with other people and work longer hours than you would working for a company. And with most corporate jobs, you have to wrestle office politics while simultaneously getting your work done. It's like you're doing two or more jobs at the same time. But if you do have your own business, then you have to do everything for yourself in most cases. You have to find clients, build them, and then do the accounting as well as the actual work. It's tough being an entrepreneur, and most of us work for $10 an hour for 10 or more hours per day. And the only benefit to working such long hours is that you can accomplish so much more and work longer because you don't have a monkey on your back in the form of a boss, whipping you to work harder and faster all of the time. I hate to say this, Elias, but working from home is often difficult and stressful, but in a completely different way. But the benefits are that you have no boss, and you can usually get things done when you want to get them done. And you also have to set aside money to pay your taxes each and every year. And you don't want to end up like Wesley Snipes and get sent to prison for tax evasion. From my experience, the best and most consistent business is an online business with online advertising income. All you have to do is bring a consistent stream of eyeballs day after day to see your website or YouTube channel, and you can often make a living doing this. And in fact, Louis Marco makes well into the six figures with his main YouTube channel, talking about natural bodybuilding. The thing about the internet is, if you can get a steady stream of traffic from Google search engine or from YouTube, then you're all set. And you can build up your subscriber base and have them there consistently watching your videos. Possibly do tutorials on how to program or code, something that you already know. Or you could do something else that you're very passionate about. With video on the internet, you don't have to interact with people face-to-face, -face, and you can produce content and build a following. And that's one way to build an online business. And I'm planning on doing that in the next year, with a few other possible YouTube channels. One dedicated to tattoos, another one dedicated to tiny homes, and one possibly dealing with conspiracies, as well as a travel blog. But for those types of channels, I actually have to go out and shoot footage, and actually interact with people. 
so it's not really true ghosting while you work. But I can still spend some of my time while traveling and scripting on my own. And I plan to have hosts and camera people do some of the jobs on these channels. So I can go and let them shoot and produce their own content, and I can just manage the YouTube channels and edit the footage from the comfort of home. But my goal is to be able to work remotely wherever I go, and shoot and edit on the road, and become a digital nomad. I know that with software development and programming you can often find jobs that allow you to become a digital nomad as well. You can work in Southeast Asia and only pay a fraction of what you'd be paying here in North America to live, and you could bank the rest of that money and spend it on whatever you want. What many of us should be doing is taking advantage of Western salaries and then live in countries that have lower consumer price indexes. You can even do the same in the United States to some extent. With the internet you can live in almost any small town in the United States where your rent is only $500 to $1,000 per month and again you can bank the rest. With it being cheaper to live in the country, I often find it strange that more young people are moving into big cities looking for work, but employers aren't willing to let their employees work remotely. Most big corporations want their employees to feel the authority and hierarchy breathing down their necks. Instead, they don't realize that the more relaxed an environment is, the better the results from their employees. Google and Facebook have already realized this, and some of their offices have mini-golf, tabletop arcade games, and other perks for their employees. That sounds better than a coffee maker and a fridge to put your lunch in at the usual office space. And the first time I made money without having to interact with office politics was back in early 1999, when I started my first online website business. I filled a form out with a company called Flycast, and then inserted their advertising code all over my website. That was the most contact I ever had with them. I'd get the occasional email promoting their services, and I could log in and check my ad revenue daily. But most importantly, I received a check from them like clockwork each and every single month. And the same with Google AdSense. I've been a partner with them now for 10 years. At Christmas, they would usually send me a thank you package with Google gadgets and Google t-shirts. Other than that, I would never really talk to a person or have to answer to anyone. As far as I'm concerned, that's the way that business should be. And I've dealt with dozens of companies the same way. But if you're going to do anything, whether it's programming or videos, if you're not passionate about the content that you produce, then it's very hard to fake it. Right now, I'm looking to make another YouTube channel about stuff that I'm passionate about. My passions include, like I said earlier, the tiny home movement, conspiracies, as well as the paranormal, as well as travel in addition to MGTOW. I also want to do a cooking, tattoo, and scrap metal YouTube channel, but I have other passionate people lined up to help me with those. Remember, you don't have to do everything yourself. Team up with like-minded individuals. When it comes to money with YouTube, it's very easy because you don't actually have to set the advertising rates. But with other jobs, how much per income per hour varies a lot depending on what you're doing. And I currently charge $50 an hour to do work with musicians, artists, and other small business people when I'm doing video work for them. And I charge $100 per hour when I do a corporate or wedding video, as well as the photography for it. And I charge less than the going rate for those services as well. Another way to make money if you don't mind getting down and dirty is starting a scrap metal business. And I did this briefly for about six months to a year. At that time, I was in the best shape of my life. And I could pick up a 100 to 150 pound television all by myself, as well as washing machines, dryers, and even ovens and fridges. You can make lots of money if you have a truck and you're willing to work hard doing physical labor. But you still have to interact with people dropping off and picking up and selling that scrap metal as well as the old computer towers, car batteries, and other recyclable objects that you want to deal with. 
The best way to make money in such a business is to own your own scrapyard and have all the local junk dealers bringing their scrap metal to you, as well as their electronics. But you need money and permits to start that up. If you become a licensed mechanic, you can also strip off the old parts off of old cars and sell them individually on Kijiji or Craigslist. Aftermarket car parts are also a very big business. You can also build a business on eBay and sell items on there. You simply buy items cheaply from China and sell them more expensively in North America. And I used to sell stock photo CDs on eBay back in the early 2000s. And the only interactions I had with customers when I was running my eBay business was when they would email me and ask me different questions about the products. And one way to put your programming skills to use and make great money is to actually make addicting video games for smartphones. If you don't believe me, the creator of Flappy Birds was actually making thousands of dollars a day off the advertising revenue that when he put out that game. And he puts other games out all of the time and probably makes hundreds of thousands of dollars per month. With that, the key is to put your creativity to the test and create something original. Another passive way to make a living if you already haven't done so is to save some money up and buy a triplex and live in one of the three units and rent the other two off and have the tenants pay off your mortgage and living expenses. That way, if you want to travel and see the world, you always have a place to come home to, and it pays for itself. And all you have to do is find a good friend or family member that you trust to take care of the property when you're not home. The best properties for this type of strategy are often commercial ones, like a store down below and three or four apartments above. That basically leaves you with no driveways to shovel and only the snow in the front of the store if you live in a cold climate. And you can often get the person renting the store to do that for you. So essentially, it's like your own little apartment building. It pays itself off. Just make sure you have some extra money in reserve in case you don't have tenants for a while, or in case you need to fix the boilers or pay for repairs to the building. Roofing can also be very expensive. Trading currencies and stocks is another way to make money remotely, or lose money depending on your strategy. But you need money in the first place to make money, and never use margin because stocks can easily lose 50% of their value and then you're stuck having to sell and basically lose everything to the bank. And I wouldn't trade commodity futures contracts, otherwise you might lose the shirt off your back. I trade stocks that are good companies, and if I buy a good stock and the price goes down, I make sure I only buy ones that have dividends. That way I get paid to wait until the price rises and I could sell it for a profit. And I also like the way that you're thinking, Elias. Because I think the future of work is going to be people working at home in cottage industries and working from their offices at home. The future of work is going to be very similar to ghosting. And in such an economy, the cost of work will actually go down. Larry Page, the CEO of Google, is already saying that in the future, people won't really have the types of jobs that they have today, and they'll often be working remotely. In such a world, it's women that'll suffer the most because they're the ones all alone working at home. And if they have a boyfriend or roommate, then they'll probably drive them crazy. I used to work from home with an ex-girlfriend, and towards the end of our relationship, she demanded things be done her way. Whatever happened to egalitarianism? But with remote working or telecommuting, you can basically do the work anywhere. And the idea of creating Sandman Studios and creating multiple YouTube channels sounds very appealing to me, and I'd love to start it. Who knows, Elias? Maybe I'll hire you for your programming skills. Anyways, thanks again, Elias, for your donation. Hopefully I've gotten all the pistons firing in your brain. As for everyone else, thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.